What's up everybody and welcome back to Baseball Connection. Let's jump right into it. I'll start by talking about Ian Anderson. Is he the Atlanta Braves new ace? You know, I've said this so many times on this show, how the Braves just always have a new 20-something year old, like a young like 21 or 22-year-old kid come up every summer that just steals a spotlight. So they had Mike Soroka go down with an Achilles tear earlier this year, and now they called up Ian Anderson, and all of a sudden, he's looking like he can carry the load in that rotation. Anderson, last night, was phenomenal for the Braves. They got a 2-1 to victory over the Nats at Nats Park, and he just continues to impress. I mean, this dude throws seven innings of one-hit ball against the Nationals, in what is his what like third or fourth big league start and every single time he's been out there he's been really good uh, he hasn't had a bad outing yet but yesterday he was just painting the corners at 95 um you know seven shutout innings with one hit nine punch outs against the nationals he's now three and oh in his young career and he was you know one of the top prospects and everyone knew this kid was going to be good but to be this good this early I mean, phenomenal job, phenomenal job uh, setting the pace in that game yesterday. But that was really all it took for the Braves to get this win. It was a pitcher's duel, you know, two to one. Patrick Corbin also threw really well for the Nats. Seven innings with uh, two earned runs, eight punch outs of his own. But he was outdueled by a rookie. He was outdueled by the young kid for Atlanta. So Braves have that going for him. I mean, if Ian Anderson can continue to pitch this well, he can definitely be their next ace. I mean, he can be their fill-in ace until Mike Soroka gets back. But Anderson has been great so far. So hats off to him and hats off to the Braves for developing these guys. Out in L.A., the Astros shocked the Dodgers in what they would consider their win of the year. I was watching this one uh, as it unfolded. I could not believe Kenley Jansen was left to be out there for that long. He just could. I mean, he didn't get anybody out. I think he gave up four runs um, without a single out. And it was it was pretty sad to watch. I mean, this dude's fall from grace has been very pronounced. Um, he hasn't been the same pitcher in years now. But um, yeah, the Astros rallied to win. They were trailing five to one in the eighth, and five to two in the ninth, and then they come back and win seven to five. Um, they they did almost all of this off of Kenley Jansen. It, it was just hit after hit. It was these gappers, left center, right center, left center, right center. That was what it was. I was like, this dude can't fool anybody and uh the Astros held on to get that out but obviously this is kind of more like a data point for the Dodgers not that they they have to win at this point because you know they're they're, they're a lock for the playoffs but letting Kenley Jansen get get shelled like that should be a wake-up call that this dude cannot be trusted in the playoffs I mean how many times you have to see it but honestly I don't really have much faith in Dave Roberts because he's he's mismanaged the bullpen a lot in in high level situations in the postseason. He's done this multiple years, so I wouldn't be surprised. I won't be surprised if he does it again this year. But the Astros get a big win for them. Um, they arrived in LA having lost eight of nine on an eleven game West Coast trip. So this is a big win for them. Absolutely, uh, as as they're trying to you know hold on for dear life. Because they're not going to win the AL West, they're going to try to get in the play, like you know, like a second playoff spot, like second division spot or something like that. 
So, uh, big comeback win for for the Strohs yesterday in LA, seven to five. Jason Hayward and Ildemaro Vargas, they they uh, stunned Josh Hader. They hit back to back home runs off of Josh Hader yesterday. Uh, you know, Hader has been been a, a relief ace this year, um, but they got him yesterday. Hayward hit a three run go ahead shot, which snapped a seventeen inning scoreless streak for the Cubs, and. Hader actually hadn't allowed a home run all season until those back-to-back blasts yesterday. So Hayward goes, and then um, Vargas takes him deep. I mean, Hader's human. He's going he's gonna to give up runs here and there. But um, the Cubs were able to get this victory 4-2 at Miller Park. Pitching for the Cubs was Kyle Hendricks, the professor, who gave a 7-2 and thirds inning outing. Very strong outing from him. And, um, I mean, that's what he does. This dude is like modern day Greg Maddox just paints the corners he's throwing like mid mid to upper 80s velo um, not much velo but he's still able to keep guys off balance and um, go deep into ball games that's something that many pitchers don't do anymore nowadays to go deep into ball games but Kyle Hendricks has been doing so seven and two thirds with seven punch outs and two earned runs yesterday uh, in a winning effort for oh actually he didn't win um, he didn't win um he got a no decision, but um, the Cubs won, so I guess they'll take that. Four to two, Cubs victory over the Brewers. The Yankees walk it off for their fourth win in a row. Um, a walk-off sack fly from Luke Voigt in the bottom of the tenth inning was all it took for them, and um, yeah, they win that game. By a score of two to one, defeating the Orioles. I mean, a week ago, the Yankees felt like they couldn't do anything right. But now they've won four in a row. Uh, that's a nice little win streak. And that helps them <laughs> create a big gap between them and the Orioles. You know, the Orioles, just a few days ago, were only one game behind the Yankees. Now the Yankees are, you know, four and a half games ahead of the Orioles for that last American League playoff spot. And um, finally putting some space in, in between them. But... Yeah, the Yankees outscored opponents 25 to 4 during their winning streak. And that's the thing about this. Like if the Yankees, you know, their the record they were at, right at 500, 21 and 21 a few days ago. If they were right at that point, you know, in a normal season, no one would really panic because it was just so early in the season, but you know, everything's magnified in in a shortened season, in a 60 game season like this. So, it is what it is. But uh, Jordan Montgomery pitched for the Yankees yesterday. He was brilliant. Um, a career-high nine strikeouts and limited the O's to an unearned run over five and two-thirds sharp innings yesterday. So he was really good for the Yankees, a left-hander looking pretty sharp. So good day for the Yanks. Four-game win streak is always a good thing. They defeat the Orioles 2-1 to one on a sack fly. Jose Abreu is making some noise on the south side of Chicago. He hit two homers with seven ribbies yesterday. Uh, he had four hits, and so did Tim Anderson, who also had four hits yesterday. And um, so both him and Tim Anderson are actually front and center in this AL MVP conversation. So remember Tim Anderson, who won the batting title last year, and everyone said he couldn't do it again. Everyone said that that was a flash in the pan season, and it was a fluke. Well, if you look, he's leading the major leagues in, in average yet again. He's doing it again. His 358 average is the highest in the major leagues right now. Obviously, you know, 148 at bats, but he's he's picked up right where he left off last year, and he's been just as good as he was last year. So he's 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 letting all you doubters know that he's legit. I mean, Anderson has been raking, and so has Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu, um, I mean, he's been a monster all year long. 
But I mean, two home runs and seven ribbies yesterday, really putting putting himself on center stage, and more people are giving him MVP conversation. He's always been good. Abreu has always had the power. He's always actually had a hit tool. Always been hitting around 300. He just never really got any uh, recognition because he played for a bad team. But the White Sox are not a bad team anymore. They're a good team now, and you know that's what it takes to get MVP conversation. People are never gonna, you know, give MVP votes to someone on a losing team. But now that they're a winning team, you're, you're 15 homers with a 319 average and a 991 OPS. Mr. Jose Abreu is going to get a lot of attention. So um, yeah. Big day for him yesterday against the Tigers. Uh, 14 to nothing was the final score as the White Sox just destroyed Detroit. I mean, they've improved to 8-1 and one against the Tigers this year. And against Detroit, Kansas City, and Pittsburgh, they're 20-3. and three. So they're just beating up on, on those Midwest teams. Um, and 29-16 on the year. What, what, what much else can you say about the White Sox? But, uh, yeah, like I said, Anderson's 358 is the is the best in the league. And his 38 runs scored are tied with Mike Trout for the lead. Abreu has 47 ribbies. That's tied for, I'm sorry, that, that leads the major leagues. And his 15 homers are only behind Luke Voigt and Trout, who have one more than him. So, uh, these guys are, 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 are putting Chicago on the map. I mean, along with everyone else in their lineup. They're not the only ones, but... You know, a lot of us called the call this in the offseason, like the White Sox having a good year, and they're doing exactly what we predicted them to. Looking great. The Tampa Bay Rays become the first AL team to reach 30 wins. They defeated the Red Sox yesterday by a score of 5-4 to four at the Trop. Uh, Austin Meadows and Brandon Lau led the effort yesterday, each hit homers. And, um, yeah, Tampa Bay now have 30 wins. They lead the division by four and a half games over the Blue Jays. Um, not much else to say for, I mean, for, for this. They beat the Red Sox, a team that has been struggling all year long. But Glass now picked up his third win of the season. He's, he allowed four runs over seven innings, so not really, you know, a great outing. But he struck out seven, and um, he, he's a strikeout pitcher. He's a strikeout pitcher. Um, 14.18 strikeouts per nine. is It's like him and Shane Bieber, like the top strikeout pitchers in the game. But... That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.